Welcome back to episode 26 of American POV uh, with James and Gary and me. Existence yeah. is pain! Duh, comrade. <laughs> We're still here. So far, no, nothing has been vaporized yet except for Ant's intro energy. The only thing that's been vaporized is my my future plans. Why? Because I have to account for a nuclear war. Ah, fuck it. Whatever. Well, that's okay, because, I mean, I'll just adjust it to being like a Mad Max-style, like, scavenger, if you will. You're gonna die. You're in Philly. <laughs> Look, man, I'm either gonna die by a gunshot or die, got, die by a fucking nuke. It doesn't really matter. Mm. You're not gonna get killed by the nuke. You're the emergency food rations. <laughs> I mean, uh, I, I'm a little plump. I can take it. Meteor all right. Died, but... Oh, they'll take it, all right. We've got stuffs to talk about. Uh, if we didn't, then we wouldn't be here. Sure. Um, uh, we would. We would just talk about bullshit. Mm. But uh, let's see. Clarence Thomas goes into a goes into the hospital for medical condition. He should be okay, but we'll get it later um let's see Zelensky uh, a bit of a, a look into like something he said a couple of years ago that's pretty interesting that was kind of swept still is swept under the rug but kind of funny that now he's like proclaimed as like a hero and all that and I thought I'd bring it up again but we'll get to that as well mm. um Biden said something that didn't make any that was actually a little weird um I'll, I'll probably get to that first because that was just very long, weird statement. Um, a lot about transgender. So the, the the trans swimmer Leah Thomas and a story of somebody who detransitioned and how like kind of awful it is, how easy it is to do without like really much um, uh, medical research assurance from the like just amazingly easy. But you know, um, let's see. And Saki got COVID again. Ruben uh, is doing something with his hands again. It's typing an article. But <laughs> wow. Um, Disney employees walk out, which uh, I think we talked a little bit about last week. But uh, oh yeah, they, they completely walk out this time. Fuck. So I just want to read the statement from Biden because I thought it was just amazing. Um, he said, I bet everybody knows somebody somewhere along the line that in an intimate relationship, what happened was the guy takes a revealing picture of his naked friend or whatever in a compromising position and then blackmails or mortifies that person. What? We all know somebody like that, right? Uh, I mean, Gary. Don't look at me, motherfucker. Ain't nobody got <laughs> For me in any compromised position. No, you don't any- you're taking a picture. Like I'm sure it sounded so good in his head and it's just it's it comes sounds- out of this incoherent mess. Um so a couple years ago, so around twenty nineteen, you remember that whole quid pro quo shit that they got they impeached Trump on, because uh, they wanted to impeach him on something, but they didn't have anything else to impeach him on, so they're like, we're just gonna try this. Um, they accused him of a quid pro quo with Ukraine, uh, uh, which basically 
turned up nothing and he was acquitted because of course he was, you know, that's, there was nothing there. Mm-hmm. Um, and Zelensky, the guy who's president now was also president like two years ago. Um, which he said about this quid pro quo at the time, he said, I never talked to Trump about a position of a quid pro quo. Why he wasn't believed at the time is interesting because I'm sure if he said something along the lines of like, Biden is this great president. I love him so much. They'd be like, yes, of course it's true. Yes. But why didn't they believe him at the time? Why, why is he now a hero? But two years ago, he was like ignored. Oh man, I have no fucking idea. This is the prime example that, like, they, they've always we've always kind of distrusted Ukraine as this corrupt place. There was also a report about, you know, Zelensky saying that the U.S. and NATO said, "No, you can't be in NATO, but we'd like to give you the, uh, we'd like to present to the world, to the media, this. Well, you might be in NATO, but you're actually not going to be." Which basically just screws over Ukraine in the long run, and we've see, we're seeing the results of this now. Um, like, hey, like, hey, guess what? Not going to be in NATO. No chance, not at all. But we want you to, th- we want the world to think that you might. Ah. Which is a pretty shitty thing to do to them. Yeah. <laughs> to the people. Because we're seeing the results of that now. Um, yeah. Not that saying that that, like, justifies Russia doing what it's doing, but um, this could have maybe been avoided if you just outright said to the world, we're not going to put Ukraine in NATO and that's it. And then this probably would have been avoided. Probably. I'm not 100% sure on that, but it would have made things maybe a bit, maybe would have turned the temperature down a little bit, I would think. Um, Maybe? Maybe. Maybe. Me! Ah. Well, too late now. um, They're accusing Russia of uh, war crimes, which is interesting. I, I don't. I know I, there's there's been there's definitely been like situations where Russian where the missiles have hit civilian targets, and the Russians counter argue that there was missile installations there, which is at least possible. Um, I don't fully trust the Ukrainians, and if they put military installations in areas where there are civilians as a way of deterring the Russians from firing on them or being able to play this this um, war criminal card if something like this happened where, where civilians were killed, which unfortunately did happen. Um, but, but we look at uh, Russian crime Echoing? Echoing? A lot. And... Okay, well, I don't know what to do. <laughs> Reverb intensive motherfucker. Is it okay now? A little better. No, hello, hello. Better. How about now? Better. Better. Okay. Um, I mean, there's really not a ton to say about the Ukraine thing at this point, other than it's kind of just been the same. I'm not fully buying into. Russia is getting frustrated and they're losing and I'll believe it when I see it, but I'm not just going to take the word of, of, you know, like I'll admit the U S military was right about Russia wanting to invade and then they invaded. So good job on that one. You got that right. But, uh, Ukraine is also a very large country. Like 
I mean, they overlaid it on a map of, like, the U.S., and it went from, like, Pennsylvania all the way to, like, Indiana or something like that. It, like, that's how wide it is, you know? Taking over an area that big, even if you're the superior military, is going to take a while. It's going to be kind of difficult. Um, and Ukraine's military is good enough. It's it's decent enough to, to put up a resistance. So you're, even though I, I do think the Russians will eventually either, they'll reach a piece of peace deal with Ukraine or they'll just win they'll get what they want I'm not just going to take it as like oh Ukraine's actually secretly winning <laughs> I'm like no that's not I'm not I'm not buying that right now I would like that to be the case but I don't buy it because propaganda goes both ways yep really does there's yep. also um Kind of the more ridiculous part of this was uh, Ukraine, uh, the, the Reddit posting two times about like two like like taking selfies in different locations in front of the Ukrainian military, and both times the Russians figured out where it was and bombed the shit out of it. That sounds about so, right. Yeah, that's Reddit getting like you know two groups of soldiers killed just by trying to get upvotes. Good job, good job. Well, like you don't realize like how these how well trained these military guys are that they can see your selfie, see like one little pillar in the background or something, and be like, "Oh, I know where that is. Fucking blow it up." Like that's it. Kaboom! Like it's it's I I just amazed that anybody would just take a selfie there and just think, yeah, it's perfectly fine to post this online and. It's not like the Russians are looking at Reddit, right? I mean, now the Russians are probably looking at Reddit every day because it's gotten them, like, two big, you know, victories in terms of, like, you know, killing the other side's soldiers. In which case, I would definitely say, um, they should get the fuck off Reddit. Well, I think on that, um, page, they specifically said, all right, people, please stop posting selfies and stop uploading them. Yes. Comrade, have you checked Reddit today? A lot of uh, pictures of loaf meat. I I'll enjoy the loaf meat subreddit. That's really wait. I know where that loaf meat picture was taken. NSFW subreddit. What are you doing? I must do this for Mother Russia. No. Wait, I know where that picture of loaf meat was taken. You're Babushka's house. Oh, no, no. You can't bomb Babushka. <laughs> it is the only way, comrade. It is the only way. If you will not right, bomb Peter. Babushka, Putin will. If you do not bomb the Babushka, she will come to us with thermite grenade. Oh, God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I mean, I wouldn't put it past her. I thought she would just throw a log at you or something. Like a full-size tree trunk. Vaccine back pocket is for. <laughs> <coughs> apparently, apparently, Babushka packed some ordnance. <laughs> yeah, man. Babushka uses his hand axe like paddle. 
All those unexploded Soviet missiles that fell all throughout their gigantic territory, it's just taken in by babushkas and used as furniture. Babushka cooks grenade in womb. You'd be surprised how useful of a of a table, of a coffee table, an intercontinental, intercontinental ballistic missile can be. Yeah. Putin loves his tables. Very long. Just, I, I do. I really like. Aside from the joking, I really want to know what's the point behind the gigantic table. I think it's because he's like really serious about COVID and getting sick. He is an old man, by the way. He's in his sixties. I mean, it's not. He's not that old. And he also had the other generals sitting next to next to each other on the other side of the table. He's also not wearing a mask if he was that, unless he just doesn't believe in the mask. But he believes in social. You don't need, you don't need mask when table on other side of country. (laughs) 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 Fucking ridiculously long ass fucking table. Oh my god. Needs walkie-talkie to uh, make meeting go progress. All right, uh, a lot of uh, judicial stuffs going on. Uh, I'll first get to Clarence Thomas. Uh, I want uh, There hasn't been a ton of. Um, there hasn't been really any updates on it. Um, but basically, he was hospitalized a couple of days ago with flu-like symptoms. Um, they. Think he's gonna? They be, he should probably be okay. But when you're you know flu-like symptoms, you're in the hospital and you're 73 years old. It's a little scary, a little dicey. A little. Um, of course, it hasn't stopped uh, multiple people from. Let's see, who, who's the one that's uh, was the NBC columnist argues? Uh, no, that's a different one. Um, author admits she wouldn't mind if Justice Clarence Thomas' health forces him into retirement, and then she deleted the tweet. Wow. That's so, a... I mean, she didn't wish him death, but she wished him to be so ill that he could no longer do his job, so that's better, right? It's nice. That's what nice people say to people. Hey. Um... Yeah, we wish him well, but you know it is it is dicey with flus and you know being old. So anything can take you out at that point. Yeah, you're right. Uh, he's he is now the oldest serving member when because you know, Briar retired. Uh, now that's going on. Even more ridiculousness with um, the new judge that they're putting through the. Uh, <clears throat> Yeah, so Kentanji Kentanji Brown Jackson. Make sure you get it right, or else you're racist. 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 Racism. Mm. Um, she's been getting uh, questioned by the senators, and you know, it's it's usually that the party that's against it will ask all the tough questions, and the party that's for it will like say nice things to them. That's kind of just how it goes. Over the last few hearings, we've had uh, Amy Coney Barrett, who was kind of accused of being a kind of like a slave holder, I guess, because she adopted two black children. So she did it for like the power of it that I saw that was claimed. Um, we know what Kavanaugh went through with all that, you know, dude, I like beer, you know, that's all that bullshit. 
Yeah. Um. So naturally, I mean, she's going through this as well. Uh, some kind of amazing moments. Um, like she was asked. She was asked uh, what her definition of woman is, to which her response was, um, I don't know, I'm not a biologist. I mean, not not to sway in on that, but kind of true. She ain't lying. She's <laughs> not a biologist, no. I mean, that's, that's true, but uh, last time I checked, you did not need to be a biologist to determine... Man or woman. I know it's I know it's more difficult these days. She wants to leave the uh facts to scientists, you know. <laughs> she's um she's afraid of um making a lot of enemies, I guess, which is kind of dumb that you could define what a woman is and then gain enemies. That's that's a very weird that's a very new thing. Yeah, it's so, stupid. Yeah, it was Senator um, Marsha Blackburn who uh, asked her that question. Um, the fact that she could not, the fact that she said, I can't, is is pretty much, and I saw someone else make this point on Twitter, saying, you are afraid to answer that question. Why? You know? So, all she could have said was, oh, what's a woman? Me. Me is woman. And then that would have been it. But no. No, she could not because because the transgender movement I think is going a bit too okay way too overboard with um, its definitions with its, that kind of thing. Um, and I'm going to come out and say it. Uh, I don't believe a transgender woman is just a woman. I don't think you can just go by being a woman. Period. Nothing else. Right. Mm -hmm. That probably makes me a vicious transphobe, but <laughs> doesn't mean I hate the person for doing it. Just means that you I'm have saying that it's that not accurate to call your state. I mean, if you just say trans woman, then I'm like, okay, well, I kind of get what's going on there. But when you just say woman, that's misleading. It's not true. Yeah, I, I, can't, I can't jump on board with that. It's a completely clusterfuck of a topic, man. It really is. And it's kind of been brought more into the open by the whole um, Leah Thomas thing, which, you know, that was the University of Penn swimmer. So, hey, kind of local to me. But uh, University of Penn swimmer um, placing around 400th as, as male swimmer, transitioned into a female, and um, ultimately wins first place very easily. I actually wow. saw four hundredth in the mail. Oh yeah, what was it? It was like four hundred and twenty something uh, ranking. I gotta, I gotta look up the mail. I mean, it was um, it was insane. Like how, like how stark, and and you know, that's nothing necessarily to be ashamed of. You know, it's still. You know, as a man, you're still competing, and you know it's not easy. I mean, I couldn't compete. I probably couldn't place that high. But then you go right over to you know. So let's see. During last season, NCAA Leah Thomas rank, competed in the men's division in 2018-19. There, she ranked 554th in the 200-yard freestyle, and she is now fifth in the event this year. Wow. Fifth. 554th to fifth. 
Now, I don't think Leah Tom, I, I firmly do not believe Leah Tom has made the, the gender change to gain an advantage. I truly don't think that. But it's a plus. Are you sure? <laughs> What's that? I said, are you sure? I'm pretty sure. I mean, I, I, I don't think that that's what Leah Tom, But the thing is, too, Leah Tom is also like an adult. You know, you're, she, you know, she, I was going to say she, because you get in trouble if you don't, I mean, the, the Babylon P got in some serious trouble for not doing that, but. Yes. I was um, just about to bring but, that up too. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to that, but, um, yeah. So, uh, in, in the 500 yard freestyle, Thomas was 65th in the country as a man competing against men as a woman competing against women. Um, she is first place. So the year. men's worst is the woman's best. Yeah, I mean, m most of the men will, you know, crush women in swimming. In most sports, I mean, that's just a biological thing. You may find some physical advantages that, a, you know, maybe a larger woman might have over, like, a smaller man. But uh, yeah. for the most part, when you about swimming, yeah, I mean, it, it, it it's telling when... A man who finishes 554th one year can rank fifth in the other category the next year. Like that's that's insane. Yeah, it's weird. I I know a lot of this the the gender the battle battle of the genders could be kind of mixed together if it was more you know weight class balanced. I mean, there's not going to be a. I don't know if there's any 250 pound six foot fully you know butch beefed up women. Like I'm fight. sure there are. I mean, maybe. I don't know. I don't know many. But there's uh, a lot of stuff. I know. I heard Joe Rogan talking about this uh, earlier this week, and it was basically like a weight class thing. Fine. I don't care. You want to fight anyone? Sign a waiver? Accept who you're fighting? Or or well, something like that, and then there you go. But it's just the fact that they didn't like have a choice or a say on who they're competing against. I think that's the Part of it too is that they didn't make enough of a fuss about it, so um, that that's kind of. I mean, well, we'll get first of all. Lee Thomas you know, did finish first place in one of them, fifth place in the other. The one she finished first place in um, was quite convincingly. Like I watched it, and and she was very much ahead of of them by a lot. Um, took the the the, the podium uh, with her first place thing, and the size disparity between the others was just ridiculous i mean the muscles are just they're just they're big i mean even if she lost like five percent of muscle mass with i mean that, i think that's like the most you can really lose is around like five percent of your muscle mass when you start doing the estrogen and all those treatments mm -hmm. you're not losing much you she already went through full male puberty before doing this yes yeah, she, she was a man she with was, testosterone was and an athlete so men can bulk up pretty quickly when it comes to like you know training and exercising and, and you know lifting weights and get just getting in shape I, and then you just, just switch and then you just go on estrogen for like a year or two and you're like oh now I'm a woman it's like no you had all that time in your life developing as a man with the, the bone density and the muscle density and the, the fucking all that Everything. shit. It doesn't go away just because you identify as something else. It's not going to just disappear. Maybe over time, 
after you know the consistent like estrogen and all that shit like that and you, you, you it's not gonna weight. undo all of that not immediately no and they it just, never really will no I, and i really think some of these people i'm not like shame like trans like you got something you feel like it go for it don't teach kids that yeah and don't yeah, use I, it to I, cheat i think this is this this is going to be like a game changer when they actually when this stuff really does get like pretty much commercially accepted like all across the board right whatever we're not going to stop you from doing what you want to do but we want to stop people who just do it so they can get you know benefits without really giving a shit about doing it like they didn't have any motivation except to get personal gain out of it like let's say someone transitions to from a male to a female because they're sucked as a male in sports and then they're like okay well I can wreck it in the female divisions because I I can if I can stand with some of the ma male divisions and and play their level of sports I might not be good at it but if I transition and I can just dominate and it's 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 happening dominate. so far with several yeah. like basketball teams uh and of course with the swimming controversy as well so I'm just waiting for the point where people start calling out it's like yeah you you you're cheating yeah that's 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 what you're, you want. you're also not seeing a lot of um female to male in men's sports interesting at least not that as more I don't you know because if it's all idea. equal then why aren't you seeing them some women don't want that's their that. argument <laughs> I don't know I don't know why why is, why is someone who was once supposedly once a male no longer a male and is now a female can compete with the women and that's all fine and good but there are none like what are some sports there are where... no females that transition into men that are competing against the men in swimming or running or anything yeah Nothing? why not maybe who knows but are there is it, is are, it perhaps are... they are at a physical disadvantage maybe i don't know do you know i don't not fucking keen on sports <laughs> do you know any sports where both sexes would be on like a level playing ground like in some would, way aside from esports like online shit video games yeah um, nothing like I mean tennis you could maybe get away with it um ping pong ping pong <laughs> you could do um uh maybe so like oh um soccer like, like like shooting crossbows or guns that kind of thing yeah that could be it yeah yeah, I mean, you're not shooting at each other. You're shooting targets, and then the other person shoots. It. So it's you know stuff where you're using your mind more so than your muscles. That's kind of because that's where you're on even playing ground. Is that everybody can has the same sort of brain capacity type of thing. You know? But another thing too, um, and I, I think even like Ron DeSantis <laughs> came out with a statement saying like the woman who finished second place was technically the winner because she was the best woman and. I think a lot of these women, I don't feel like I feel bad for them, but I don't feel too bad because they should have done something. Like I, I get the backlash from some losers online would be severe, but this is kind of this is really important because it's not just for you; it's also for the future of of women's sports. And I mean, don't think for first of all, these colleges do not care, right? Penn just had a, one of their swimmers win. That's big, right? That means a lot. Sports make a lot of money for these colleges. So if these other colleges can recruit, you know, male to females in swimming, in track, whatever, 
they will. They will absolutely do that because it means that if they dominate at the sport, the school benefits. Yeah. So Penn's getting all this publicity right now for something that's that's pretty messed up, but they benefit big time from from all this. All right, and it go, going back to the point where you know if they if they truly have a problem and they don't speak up about it, then they're a lost cause. That's that's it. There's nothing that can be done if you're not going to fight for but them. But as as feel bad for you in this type of situation, there's specific people that have to speak up about it. The community, or no, not even. It's got to be the people involved, like the actual competitors, and maybe their their managers or coaches or something like. But it's got to be those specific people to actually speak up and have an opinion about it, positive or negative. But if it's just the community around getting upset about it, parents and maybe teachers or, or, or just people in general, then it's not really going to go anywhere and because they don't really have any power over what's being done. And this kind of just stems from the problem of just, like, how... how well, how, how lazy, I, I think, the, or, or how um, easy it is to transition. I think it's too easy. Now, in the case of someone like Lee Thomas, look, trans, if you want to transition, transition... He was already an adult at that point. Mm -hmm. Fine, whatever. I had a story I found. It was shared on my Twitter. And uh, I do want to give credits. Well, I want to name the article as well as... Uh... So, uh, I don't know her last name. She didn't provide it. But it's on Twitter. Um, it was. It's on Substack. Um, it's... I might actually link it in the... Um, when, we, when we upload this episode... Um, it's on Substack. It's um, it's called By Any Other Name. Uh, and she's on Twitter. Her name's Helena at L-A-C-R-O-I-C-S-Z. Um, and it was basically the story of like, you know, I'm sure it's a deep transition story. You've had like a girl in mid-2010s uh, discovered Tumblr and all the awful things on Tumblr at that time. Before it like nuked itself by getting rid of like porn content, but before then it was, you know, filled with the the SJW stuff that at the time was fringe, but we are now seeing like pushed to the surface in our everyday life. Uh, I won't go through the whole story, but um, the, some of the key highlights of it was um, she she admits that she did have like mental issues, depression, things like that, but um, decided that you know with the help of these people on Tumblr and all that, um, that her actual problem was not that, you know, she just had some, some mental problems and, you know, maybe needed some help instead. It was, Oh, you just must hate being a woman and you must, you know, also just the stigma, the stigmatization of being a white female, you know, like, Oh, that's like one of the worst things you could be right. A straight wow. white female. So, you know, she, tra she decides ultimately that she wants to transition does it like when you're around so starts taking testosterone the testosterone dose like they start her off at a lower dose and she's like oh i really want to be a man like how much can you give me and they gave her like the maximum dose because she said well i'm already very female because i have large breasts and large thighs and all that so the nurse was like all right i'll give you the maximum dose and it was that easy and <laughs> it wasn't even like let me test you out like no nah, just give you the most testosterone jesus and um she ended up getting like very 
angry all the time, and uh, she didn't connect it right away with the testosterone. She just thought she was a bad person. Started wearing like boys' clothes, and then eventually, as her life got worse and worse, uh, she finally realized maybe I don't want to be a man. And uh, you know, her therapist was against it because her therapist was very pro LGBTQ and all that, and said, "No, no, you're just internalizing your." you know, the transphobia on the outside or something. And um, eventually she did, you know, she's very thankful that she didn't get any like surgery, like the, you know, chop over breasts or anything like that. She, she just had like a year's worth of testosterone treatments. And she's now like, you know, she's like our age. So she's like fully back, you know, to, to female self. But I, I read the whole story and I was just pretty, pretty shocked at like, how easy like this so she started you know she's like a teenager in 2016 and you know she's fully detransitioned by by you know present day but a lot of people do make that mistake of like they they get their you know the breast cut off or anything like that or the the, the down below surgery and that that stuff that's that's irreversible you know so once you make that mistake you're you're done yeah um there was also a I remember, I forget the name of the, the channel, but it was a YouTube channel of a detransitioner. And it was a girl, you know, cute, younger girl, but she had the voice of a man. Because she took too much testosterone, like, did so many testosterone treatments that vocal cords were just, you know, changed. Now you got a deep voice, and it just does not match her at all. You know, it's pretty awful, but... And that you can't fix. That, that once your vocal cords, like, restrict like that, it's, it's not going to go back. To the way it was, um, uh, and even like J.K. Rowling shared, shared this uh, this story as well. So it got some some we got a lot of attention. Uh, a lot of people got mad, and and that's that's my problem with the the trans community is that um, when it comes to like detransitioners, like this girl and many other people, they kind of treat them with. I seen them tr be treated more with hostility than actual like care, you know. Really? Yeah, it, it's weird. It's like, you know, how dare you, you know, not decide to be trans anymore, realize it was a mistake. Like, like you should be, and I'm sure it's not all of them, but, you know, you, they, I don't think they get enough support. Um, especially reading the story from this person's perspective that they really didn't get a ton of support at, at first detransitioning. And, and there was a lot of people that were like, are you sure? Are you sure? But there weren't enough people that were saying, are you sure you want to do this when she wanted to transition? So if you want to transition, it's like everybody's on board. And then when you want to detransition, everybody just kind of flakes off. Like, that's not right. And that's why I'm saying there should be more obstacles to transitioning. Because you're going to, a lot of people are, are hurt, hurt by this. They're, they're, they're misled. You know, they might just be depressed. It might just be a, a, an effeminate man or a more masculine woman doesn't mean you have to get all that surgeries all those testosterone or estrogen treatments and this is the stuff that they're they're trying to like push into schools as well and people saying that their four-year-olds want to transition and it's 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 sickening <laughs> yeah it really is i mean yeah it's like i went on a, a tangent there but I, I do feel kind of strongly about this and i worry about a lot of kids that have parents that just blindly accept like, oh, yes, you're trans as a, you know, because you're a three-year-old boy that likes Barbies. Well, okay. 
that's not what that means. It means it's a child exploring toys. Well, they're the ones that said toys don't have gender as well. So how can you believe both things at the same time? Oh my god, this is obviously, so confusing. They don't. They obviously don't believe that. And that's the part that I have a problem with. It. They're using it as a soapbox. But realistically, they're not even trying to act like they believe in it. No. This is where hypocrisy creates an additional problem. Instead of just defining the two sides of... God, I wouldn't even know what to compare it to at this point. They also say gender isn't like a real thing, but every single time I've seen like a man transition into a woman, it's always, they're always go, they always have long hair, dresses, makeup. They do the most stereotypical woman shit. Exactly. There is no woman, there is no gen, that doesn't make sense. You wouldn't transition at all then, in that case. It doesn't, it doesn't even, none of that connects. it's it's a harmful it's harmful ideology and it's it's way too like i said it's just way too easy for a lot of kids to just claim that they're another gender and, and i mean i've seen people commenting like yeah you know when i was a little girl i was very you know tomboyish you know i had short hair and i played in the mud and you know but i'm glad my parents didn't just think i was a boy cuz that would have been a huge mistake like that that would have been interesting to hear them try and explain away yeah. And like this, this girl's parents, she she had parents that were like, you know, the one in the story that were against her doing this. Like they were like, "What? You're not trans? What? That's crazy." Like cuz you never displayed anything that you weren't a girl before, but now you, you reach your teenage <laughs> years and you're just making that decision and and you know. Um and there was just not enough people on the way of her of stopping her from from doing all that. And there there's there's plenty of people that just aren't being challenged enough about it like even as a kid like like you need to be cha- you need to be challenged this is like a major thing because this is this is something that you're there's plenty of trans people that live happy lives i'm not saying that you know nobody should do it you know it's it's kind of a person by person thing but especially when you're a younger kid you really need that support around you to make sure that's really what you want to do because there's so many people that have just been destroyed have their lives ruined by this Men and women that, that can't have children now, you know, because of the decision they made when they were 14 years old or something, wanting to transition. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah, it's really, uh, it's not really long-term thought out. It really isn't. No, you can't really make any long-term decisions at that age. No. And the parents, I mean, some of these parents are just so, you know liberal and, and you know, progressive in, in that sense. And they just think, well... I want to, you know, be so open to my child. And, and while it's good to be accepting of your child's life choices in some ways, not when they're potentially self-destructive. Yeah. Uh. Sometimes you do have to, as a parent, you do have to, you do have to push back. You know, you do have to challenge them on things, you know, regardless, you know, depending on what, what age they are and depending on what they want to do. I mean, there's a difference between your child wanting an extra cookie or wanting to be another gender, but, you know. coming from yeah this one's not this one's not going away anytime soon 
No. So. This whole situation is fucked up. And then you have what was going on with the fucking Babylon Bee getting nuked from Twitter because of a tweet. Yeah. Yeah, they made they they, and I I liked I liked this tweet as well. It was um, Rachel Levine was their man of the year. Not. <laughs> and um, Twitter nuked their account, and I don't think they're coming back on Twitter because the the uh, CEO, the owner of the Babylon Bee, said, "Yeah, they denied our our uh, what you call it, you know, the uh, the appeal. They denied our appeal." So yeah. Babylon B is going on Twitter at least, which is very sad. Or a very harmless joke. See, I, I don't mind Rachel Levine as much as I do like like Leeds Thomas. Rachel Levine is just in a mili- like a health position, which I mean, sure is a little weird, but uh anybody could really I mean that position was kind of created for her to fill anyway, so not like she stole it from anybody. It was like created specifically for her, so that way Biden could claim that he has a transgender person in his cabinet. Look at that. <laughs> That's the only reason why she's there in the first place. Nobody would have had Richard Levine in their cabinet. I can assure you that. But didn't uh, Levine support uh, puberty blockers for kids? I probably. I mean that. Considering he is a transgender female now, I would say, yeah, that probably does. And and this whole like idea that puberty blockers aren't dangerous, like I, I or, or well, they could just be reversed. Like I think if you're pausing your your puberty for several years, and then you're continuing it years later, well, there's going to be stuff that's going to be stunted and didn't grow right because it was stopped. Yes. You only have a small window of time to to grow, you know. I mean, you're, you're what puberty's like 12, 11, 12 years old, and then you grow until like you're eighteen, nineteen years old. It was around when it stops. So if you pause that for a couple of years. I mean, that's you're missing out on some vital growth years. Um, so I would not take it as just us oh, and easily. You can always go back if you want to. Like, no, you have to push this that this is a very big decision you can't just do it because oh you're feeling a little depressed maybe i'm depressed because i'm i'm a guy and i should be a chick like no no stop please <laughs> please stop uh so but it won't it'll get worse no of course it's not gonna it's gonna get worse and um, yep and other news, you know Jeffrey Tubin. Tubin with Tubin. Yeah, man, the guy who got caught jerking off in a Zoom call conference because he forgot the camera was on. Uh, Jeffrey. Yeah, Jeffrey Tubin says kitty porn sentences are too harsh because the internet makes access easier. Yeah, so this stemmed because of the um the Kentanji, you know, Brown Jackson hearing where. Uh, she gave some pretty light sentences on um, kitty porn charges, like the lightest of the light, like I think three months or something like to that extent, when it should have been like much more than that. And we're not talking about like a little bit of child porn, we're talking about like 600 files of kitty porn. Oh my god. <laughs> um, 
I don't I don't get this argument. I, I really I really don't. Internet does make access to things easier. You can look up anything on the internet. A- anything at all. Yeah. Yeah. Um But there's some things that just on it. Yeah, and there's some things that just are fucking bad. Like, like okay, child if you porn. accidentally click on a picture of a naked kid, okay, I'm not gonna send the FBI to your house right away. Yeah. But if you I don't know, save 600 pictures of naked kids in your, your laptop, uh, that might be crossing a line. Maybe. <laughs> like, yeah, but it was so easy to download. It only took me like two seconds. Like, okay. Two seconds. Along, yeah, two seconds means felony and uh, registry. There you go, man. Like, I get like 30 years ago, you had to like actually take a picture of a naked kid or pay someone in the dark alley to get pictures of kids versus now you can just go on the dark web and find as many as you want, which is, you know, horrible, but just because it's easier doesn't make the crime less severe. Yes. That makes sense. If society really becomes weaker on child porn fanatics and pedophiles, we're going to burn it's, this is not something we're grooming kids and then you have l- the lightest sentences for the most sick people like you know people like Tubin who are supporting this shit I mean the dude literally got caught with his pants down during the work zoom call and they let him back on work for CNN and then they later fired Chris Cuomo because he was sexually um, harassing people. So it's like, what the fuck? Yeah, it is. Um, you know, I, I will say this, that, you know, pedophilia, the action is definitely worse than, you know, uh, tu- tubing it up to some child porn on your, in your home computer. I get one, one's better than the other because, you know, in this case, I mean, but then again, ch- kitty porn is porn of a child that probably didn't want to be in porn and shouldn't be in porn in the first place. So even yeah. though you're not actually scarring that child yourself, someone had to do that anyway to get that picture that you're using. Yeah. So you're not really that much better. You're like a little bit better. but Yeah. And, and most of the times, children don't understand that what they're doing is wrong because... They're not taught that, and they're coerced by the person doing the action that it is okay because they are an adult and they should know better. Out of every sexuality there is, whether you're into men, women, both, neither, you're, you think the frying pan in your kitchen is sexy? I don't care. I mean, it is cast iron. There's, it's it's a pretty nice. It's 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 nonstick too. Oh my god! Easy cleanup. <laughs> you're gonna need that for later. Yes. Um, but all these sexualities, the one thing they have in common is that they all involve consenting adults. They all involve people over 18 years old, or if you're under 18, maybe it's two under 18 year olds, you know, teenagers having sex, whatever. Um, pedophilia is the only one where somebody is an adult and the other person's a child. It's the only one. So in my eyes, there is no argument to justify pedophilia there's no argument to 
even be attracted to a child. Like, even if you say, I'll never act on, I'll never rape a child, good, but you still should not think those things. Yeah, but you cannot control what people think. That's the only problem. You can yeah, stop them. If somebody claims to to be a pedophile, but I don't act on my... You're you're a bad person, and you should be facing some type of penalty. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. If you act on your, your negative instincts, even if you're... You, some people are just troubled. They just need, like, therapy or, or something to try and, like, coerce them if away. If you actively seek therapy, that's one thing. And I, I hope that they do. And I wouldn't hate them if they did. Mm-hmm. But a lot of them just think, well, if I just jerk off to kitty porn on the internet, it's fine. It's not fine. No, it's Awful. not. It's, it's, it is disturbing. The more you buy of it, the more you're feeding that industry to continue to do that to kids. Yes. So, and even if you're bootlegging it, which I'm sure plenty of people have anyway. I mean, it's illegal. They have no other way to get it. Somebody's, somebody's, somebody's doing it. Somebody's taking those pictures. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know what, what Tubin's talk. I mean, it's, it's hard to type with one hand, but I mean, still it's, at least, at least Tubin's not, not lubing it to some kids at the, at the very least, so, you know, but maybe, know. maybe if he was, they'd actually would have fired him, but <laughs> although knowing, knowing CNN, I mean, <laughs> They had their problems with sex abusers. They had too many problems for one new news organization. I think they had like three people. Like, you know, if you include Cuomo, it was like three people fired over sex abuse, sex allegations, that kind of thing. That that was like three in like a year. Not even. It was like the span of like three months. Yeah, like three to six months. It was crazy. Mm -hmm. how, How was your network that bad? And like evaluating people. Well, if it not. happens once, you know, and then it doesn't happen again for another five years, that's one thing. But if it happens all in the span of less than a year, it's pretty bad. Somebody's not doing their job. Um, and speaking of things not doing their job, the COVID vaccine did not protect Jen Psaki twice as she got the COVID, va- COVID virus twice in the span of just about five months. Yeah. Five, five months. If you get, I mean, that is, and look, I'll, I'll preface this as somebody who has the vaccine. Um, that's a pretty shitty vaccine. If you get the virus that it's supposed to protect against twice. And I'm sure she's gotten boosted as well. Um, in that time as well. I'm almost certain because of course she has. That, that is, that is, that is astonishing. That is a terrible vi- that is a terrible vaccine. You know, like if your car got like new tires and they they failed twice in the span of five months, you'd be pretty pissed off. It's a little bit, yeah. A little bit, maybe. I don't know. Your 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 heart surgery. You know, you got heart surgery done and your heart stops twice in the span of five months. Yeah, you'd be pretty upset about. It. They did not do a good enough job. I mean, if my dog shits on my floor twice in the span of five months, I'm going to be pretty upset. Yeah. But he wouldn't do that because he's a good boy. Um, As he, you know, slowly puts away the knife. Uh, 
All right. Uh, do we have any? Uh, let's see. Let's go to. You want to talk about FBI Russian cyber attacks? Uh, well, we have Hillary Hill, Clinton. Hillary Clinton tests positive for COVID nineteen. Oh, oh my! After after COVID nineteen tested positive for Hillary. After three days of intensive care, COVID nineteen died. It hung itself. How tragic! Yeah. Intriguing. <laughs> found um, with five gunshot wounds to the back of the head. Exactly. Uh, yes. Former Secretary of State Hillary Clinton announced late Tuesday afternoon that she had tested positive for COVID nineteen. She noted that her symptoms were mild, a fact that she attributed to the vaccine, and she encouraged <laughs> everyone else to make sure that they got the vaccine and available booster shots as well. And then Saki gets it, and it's like, man, what the fuck. Hillary on Twitter, she said she was fine and like her and Bill were fine. They needed movies to watch during their quarantine. And somebody recommended the, the fucking Benghazi movie. <laughs> 13 <laughs> hours. Yeah, I'm like, that's fucking crazy. Jesus Christ. Oh. I don't know that she saw that tweet, but like part of me just wishes that she did. She did. Oh, you know she did. You know for a fact she did. I know, but she probably has some underpaid staffer running her Twitter account. Yeah, but he definitely wrote it the fuck down because he couldn't pass up the chance either. Mm. He saw it at the very least. Whoever runs that Twitter account saw it and probably got a little ticked. That's nah. fine with me. Nah. Why would somebody who's being put in charge of a Twitter account? Well, nah. Uh, I can understand where you're going with that line of thought. Yeah. Never mind. And um I guess we'll I guess we'll close it out on this. Um Russian Russia exploring options for potential cyber attacks on the US and the energy the US energy sector FPI warns. Mm. Wait, shouldn't we have already been like expecting this for the last I don't know Eight years since I mean, we've only been sanctioning the hell out of them for the past like month or so. You'd think that some retaliation would be expected. We were sanctioning them a long time ago, 2014. We started sanctioning. Well, yeah, them. but it's like gotten worse now. Oh, of course, but still, why would cyber attacks like start now? I mean, they shut down the uh, what was that, the Colonial Pipeline, not too long ago, and that freaked everyone the fuck out on the East Coast. Yeah, and they um they had to. Give them money to get it back online. Yeah. And secondly, if it's cyber attack is a legit attack, would it? It's not. It's something different. I I don't know the the rules of engagement, so I'm not sure if if Russia commits a cyber attack on the United States of any type of infrastructure or financial institution, and it's traced back to an actual Russian. You know, the federal government hired someone to do that. Would that be a legit strike against the United States? And would the United States see that as an act of war? See, what's interesting about the cyber attack stuff is that this all this all of this is so new, right? So really cyber attacks were only possible, I'd say, in the last twenty years or so. That's it's become a thing. 
you know, the rules of engagement, you know, for, for years were, okay, if you send your troops into another territory, if you fly planes over illegally, like that kind of thing, okay, that's that's grounds for a war, potentially. Yeah, that's physical. Um, cyber attack, we don't know yet, because it really hasn't been done that much. But you, you know, gotta think, like you, you gotta think, there, there's Western countries using hackers to commit cyber attacks against Russia for their infrastructure, the trains and their fucking banks and stuff. They're doing that. There's no way they're not doing that. But it's it's warfare is constantly evolving and I'm wondering when we'll get to the point where cyber attacks will be viewed or taken as a legit military action against the nation. Well, you would think that they consider it that way already, correct? If they did, and you could literally trace back where the the origin of the hacker was from, or wherever the cyber attack originated from, you could, if it's a legit uh, military action against another nation, it can do the same right back, or you know, declare a war on another country. So, and it it would our te- our infrastructure is fucking vulnerable as shit. We oh, of course. It is we, the the house of cards of a society that we are currently living in. No one ever really realizes it until they go to the fucking gas station and nothing comes out that pump. That's that's something that's really realistic. Or if you go to a grocery store and the fucking shelves are empty because you know the distribution centers were shut down and no one can fucking uh, print money. Or use their debit cards because all the point of sales are shut down, or all the financial bank institutions, all the assets are frozen. You can't access any of your money inside because it's been attacked, and they had to shut down all their operations until they can resecure it. And who knows if your money's even going to still be in there anymore? Everything can literally fall apart instantly. Uh, ninety percent of our lives is now dependent on the internet. Yes. Pretty much. We must re- return to Monk. It's, it's, yeah, we should, we should probably just return to Monkey. It'd be a lot easier. Yes. The wisest alternative of them all. Yes. Not those monkeys that escaped into Pennsylvania with the diseases that happened a couple months ago. Not those monkeys. Yeah, don't worry about them. They're all good. Yeah, nothing nothing came of that. We're just waiting for the next monkey flu to start up. Yeah. <laughs> Can't wait to report live as I die of monkey flu on the next episode of the podcast. Who knows? Start flinging my own shit. Who knows? Monkeys have it easier than we... They, they figured it out, man. Them and, like, I mean... I think dolphins have the largest like brains of of mammalian type creatures, and they're just swimming. You know, they're they're doing uh, they're doing drugs. You know, they're 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 using puffer fish as like fucking ball balls to play sports with and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. with them. like they they have it. They do a little bit of rape, which isn't cool, but other than that, they have things pretty figured out. Mm-hmm. Sounds like other than rape, uh, they they enjoy having a bit of fun. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean, dolphins gotta cool it with the rape, but other than that, yeah, they got things figured out. And then there was the the one time the human female jerked off a dolphin, which was weird, but 
Only humans could be as sophisticated. I mean, if only. If. Uh, I don't know, man. There's so much yeah. shit going on. And everyone's like... She may be... I don't know. She, she probably have to... You know, what were you saying? No, I was going to say something stupid. You go ahead. Oh, okay, cool. Well, everyone's always worried. Now the threat is like nuclear war. And I swear to God, cyber warfare is a lot more deadlier than than nukes. Oh, yeah, dude. It's 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 seriously, this is something that people just don't understand. Yeah, a nuke is the, the most iconically scary thing that was exploded for, you know, shock and awe in Hollywood for, you know, it's the worst thing that could happen on the planet, which it is. Global destruction on a massive scale, completely destroying the atmosphere and all life on Earth. Yeah, that's cool. But having society literally crash and burn and have to start from scratch is oh, yeah. a little fucking worse. I mean, a nuke, a nuclear holocaust or a nuclear war, global scale, would be like the, the uh, like the fast version of like getting shot. It'd be like, all right, yeah, you're gonna die. It's gonna be take a little bit of time to really kill you, but you're gonna die pretty fast. Versus someone being starved to death. It takes a long fucking time, and that's what a cyber warfare would be. Let's say every every like right now. If you're listening to this, the power literally shut off for good. It's not coming on. Whatever gas is left in your car, that's all you get because the pumps are done. You can't access no food because everyone wants money. <laughs> everyone thinks the society is going to keep going on like nothing ever happened. No one carries cash anymore. There's nothing you really carry around with you that is of value. Like legit real world value if there is no functioning society you're done it's Dear over with God. there's nothing what do you fucking carry around that you can actually offer up and trade for act for food currently absolutely fuck nothing you can offer dirty deeds that's about it and even that's then by the time the cashier will be tired and not in the mood <laughs> <laughs> That's been the currency for generations, my friend. Yes, it's the oldest trade. The oldest trade in the book. Well, that and being the, the guy, the one of the first jobs that ever existed was being the taste tester guy. Like, hey, um, hey, Grug, go eat those berries. Okay, he fucking dies. Well, we know not to eat those. Yeah. That's how, our, that's how we advanced, man. That's how we got to this point. Mm -hmm. And now we're relying on computers. As we record this podcast on computers, but yeah. it's it's just the way our our society just. Well, it's easy. It was the easiest path forward was to digitize, and now you know while that does make things way easier, it also makes you more vulnerable to cyber attacks and also the occasional coronal mass ejection, which we're sadly overdue for a while. Yeah. Well, I when said the sun decides to splooge all over the earth and knock out all our electronics. We won't be alive for that. We may be, actually. Really? Um, you have the the last time it happened was the 1800s, and we, it's supposed to happen every, like, 200 years or so, so it could happen at any minute. Who knows? I welcome it. 
So, I mean, it would cause, like, billions of dollars in damages. Oh, yeah, definitely. Not even the amount of deaths, especially in the Western worlds who are completely reliant on technology. Like, how will some of these people live without Amazon and DoorDash? What the fuck will they do? I have a point. um, Yeah, they'll, they'll just... I'll just die. Yeah. Erased from the gene pool. Well, of course, bad ones won't get very far. Comfort equals weakness, and with com- with weakness is failure. All right. I think uh, if you guys want to do anything else, I think that's a great positive place to end off on. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I think that's amazing. Yeah. We're, we're living in a time which no one has lived in before, so... We are definitely. Well, time has been a time no one's lived in before. Technically. Yeah, pre- well, I'm talking like technology-wise. From since it's unprecedented. Yeah, we, we've advanced ridiculously far. Yeah, mm-hmm. within the last like 50 years, immensely further than anyone thought. Like seriously, not even 80 years ago, the thing you're using to tweet, the computer, could fill a fucking warehouse. Just the crunch numbers. Well, there's the the fun saying that um, the Game Boy, the Nintendo Game Boy, had more computing power than the Apollo Eleven mission. Wow. Yeah, that that puts it in perspective. And that was only like thirty some years after it happened. I mean, not that long. Mm-hmm. We don't. We had um, from the time it took to build the first airplane in like was it, 1909 1908 and then what like 50 60 years later you go to the moon like that's ridiculously that's like much less than a human lifetime well, when did the, the what year did the, the first plane... plane was developed in like 1908 1909 and then the, we go to the moon in mm-hmm. 1969 so that's like 60 years that's not that bad. Not that bad at all. Who, what was it? Orville Wright. He lived long enough to see the, the bombings of Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. He saw that. Like he, he he invented the damn thing and then he saw it used for that in his lifetime. That's insane. Imagine, just imagine. He just goes up to, you know, hey guys, I invented this possible this this possibility for sustainable Energy. Oh, mm. let's see what we can blow up with it. <laughs> That's always what what it comes down to. I think he even said he didn't. Re- he said at the time like he didn't regret building the airplane, but he just regretted how it went to war. Like he thought he they they thought building the airplane was going to stop war, you know. But it kind of only made it um, worse. Uh, worse, but also I guess better if you're like in a military perspective you're like hell yeah war is easier now <laughs> like oh damn war is easier now oh. well now we have nukes yeah we do but but at least we have each other die <laughs> <laughs> bitch okay thank you for joining us episode 26 
we will see you next week if once again the caveat we are not radioactive dust but if we are then you will be too so it won't be a huge disappointment so before you turn into radioactive dust please download all the episodes of the american pov podcast and watch them um while you you know wait for the flash and your eyeballs to melt out of your skull but even if your eyeballs melt out of your skull you'll still be able to listen um, which is a big bonus of this being a podcast now, like a video series, because then you could listen as your skin is melting, turning into a skeleton. Um, oh, yeah. Let's do a live pod. But aside from that, you can find us on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, um, on YouTube. Well, not, not on YouTube, but on Facebook, um, where uh, Big Daddy Mark lets us live and spread disinformation. Um, you can find us on Twitter at American POV and uh, where we you know post episode updates, new episodes, that kind of thing. Mm. We will be back, hopefully, uh, and hopefully, you will be too. See you next time. Goodbye. God damn it. This is not this message is not brought to you by me. <laughs> <laughs>